Blog Talk Radio. And if anybody wants to protest what we do or violate what we want, we just turn off the chip. That's right, microchip. In 2005, Congress, under the pretense of immigration control and the so-called war on terrorism, passed the Real ID Act, under which it is projected by May 2008, you will be required to carry around a federal identification card, which includes on it a scannable barcode with your personal information. However, this barcode is only an intermediary step before the card is equipped with a Verichip RFID tracking module, which will use radio frequencies to track your every move on the planet. If this sounds foreign to you, please note that the RFID tracking chip is already in all new American passports. And the final step is the implanted chip, which many people have already been manipulated into accepting under different pretenses. We have a Florida family who are really pioneers in a brave new world. They have volunteered to be the first ever to have microchip identification devices implanted into their bodies. After 9-11, I was really concerned um, with the security of my family. I wouldn't mind having something planted permanently in my arm that would identify me. In the end, everybody will be locked into a monitored control grid where every single action you perform is documented. And if you get out of line, they can just turn off your chip. For at that point in time, every single aspect of society will revolve around interactions with the chips. This is the picture that is painted for the future if you open your eyes to see it. A centralized one-world economy where everyone's moves and everyone's transactions are tracked and monitored, all rights removed. The most incredible aspect of all. These totalitarian elements will not be forced upon the people. The people will demand them. For the social manipulation of society through the generation of fear and division has completely detached humans from their sense of power and reality. A process which has been going on for centuries, if not millennia. Religion, patriotism, race, wealth, class, and every other form of arbitrary separatist identification and thus conceit has served to create a controlled population utterly malleable in the hands of the few. Divide and conquer is the motto. And as long as people continue to see themselves as separate from everything else, they lend themselves to being completely enslaved. The men behind the curtain know this, and they also know that if people ever realize the truth of their relationship to nature and the truth of their personal power, the entire manufactured zeitgeist they prey upon will collapse like a house of cards. The whole system that we live in drills into us that we're powerless, that we're weak, that our society is evil, that it's private. Creator of the universe. And I ask the creator of 
creator of the universe, as our founding fathers did in 1776, to leave God and direct us, and to give us the power and the foresight and the understanding and the will to stand against your entire agenda, including your final plan of world population reduction of 80% that Henry Kissinger penned in 
We are king and queen on this land that nobody can dictate to us, but we don't allow them to dictate to us. And that was pretty prevalent up until the wars. And we've often said that the bankers uh, control the wars, and that way they control the people. I'll give you a good example. So organized medicine really wasn't available at that time um, in our country or anywhere around the world. But the wars brought people in, and they brought them under military command and military point of view and got them to accept this and take orders without question, and organized medicine came about. And organized medicine is good in a lot of ways, and it's bad in a lot of ways. It just depends upon how it's used. It's your lead-in with the jab. And so the point of view changed along with the banking system. It was an orchestrated domino. And so here we are today. We think that we are kings and queens on the land, that nobody can dictate to us anything that we don't want dictated to us, that we don't want to accept, that we can smell a rat. We know there's one out there. We may not be able to have hands-on proof but we probably do. And yet we're kings and queens on the land. And nobody can dictate to us, but we don't allow them to dictate to us. Well, we don't willfully come and contract this. So here we are today. They're done with us. They know we woke up. They know that their end is near. And I haven't had a chance to go down the rabbit hole. It just came up before we got on the show. But even Elon Musk was pointedly given a threat at the World Economic Forum meeting apparently today. So what he's done with Twitter and the release of the files and everything that's supposed to come about this week must apparently lead to the doorstep of the World Economic Forum. And haven't we all known for a long time that that's one big corrupt institution that probably masterminds this whole thing because rule number one applies, and that's follow the money. And that's where it ends up, those representatives, those people. And if they're speaking out for against Musk and what he's doing, then they must have some skin in the game. I find that interesting. But you know what? Joe, it really doesn't surprise me because I've been following this trail of dominoes like you have for a long time. And it's finally getting to that point of where we're going to have to stand up, America, and be who we say we are. I'll leave that open for discussion. Um, Mr. Herber. Good evening, sir. How are you? I know yes, you've got and, some input. And also, uh, everyone else, press 1 that wants to be connected, uh, patched through, press 1. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, if you want to be patched on through, and uh, I don't know if uh, Mr. Roger Waters is out there or not. I know i got 765. I don't know if that's uh, Roger or not, so I'm going to go ahead and open that one up just in case it is. Just, and those of you who want to call in and talk or have any questions for the Republic also after we're done with our opening or a conversation here, <laughs> feel free to jump in press by pressing number one. And uh, I'd like to call a couple, uh, if I could, uh, a couple of these. Uh, put, you said be who we are, Jim. 
uh, I got a few ideas. Might be too late right now, but I was I call a couple of these congressmen and senators live on my show and you know put some hard, tough questions to them uh, uh, out there on the West Coast. I know they're still in their office. I could do that. You know, that's just a thought. Maybe in the future, also. Um, I don't have well, a problem with that. But anyway, well, go ahead, Mr. Hurtler. Well, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jim. Well, thank. You know, I did, I did want to respond to that comment before David jumps on. Um, I, too, was a little confused about the McCarthy thing. And so I, I looked for the Colorado representatives because I personally have uh, direct contact with Bobert and uh, both her and the representatives from the eastern side, the Republicans, are both against uh, McCarthy. Now, I know these people and a circle of friends firsthand, and I know who, what they represent. And I'm very encouraged uh, at her at her uh, strength and resolve. But uh, that tells me something. And then I saw a news clip of McCarthy being interviewed in a nice suit with red tennis shoes. That gave me pause. <laughs> that said, Dennis... Or Mr. Hurtler, I'm going to turn it over to you. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, it's an honor to be on this program tonight. I knew something was wrong in this world. I I couldn't put my finger on it. A movie came out some like I think some 22, 23 years ago called The Matrix. And in this certain clip that I want to share with you, America. There's a man by the name of Morpheus that's standing in a, in a black trench coat. I believe it's leather, and he's got mirrored glasses on. And a young woman brings this gentleman in this kind of dark-lit room, and this gentleman's name is Neil. So Morpheus, he said, at last, welcome, Neil. As you no doubt have guessed, I am Morpheus. And Neil says, Oh, it's an honor to meet you. And Morpheus says, no, the honor is mine. Please sit down. I imagine that right now that you are feeling a little bit like Alice tumbling down the rabbit hole, Neil said. I'd say that. And Morpheus says, I could see it in your eyes. You have a look of a man who accepts what he sees because he's expecting to wake up. Ironically, this is not far from the truth. Okay, so then Morpheus says, do you believe in fate, Neil? And Neil says, no. And Morpheus says, why? Neil says, because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my own life. And Morpheus says, I know exactly what you mean. Let me tell you why you were here. You're here because you know something. What you know, you can't explain but you feel it. You felt it your entire life that there is something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what it is? And Morpheus continued. He said, the matrix is everywhere. It's all around us. It's even in this room. You can see it when you look out your window. And when you turn on the television, oh, you can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you go and pay your taxes. The matrix is the world 
that has been pulled down over your eyes to blind you from the truth, Neil says. What truth, Morpheus says, that you are a slave like everyone else. You were born into bondage, into a prison you cannot smell or taste or touch, a prison for your mind. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the matrix is. You, you, America, have to see it for yourself. And with that, I yield the floor back to you, Governor Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, they always project their punch, don't they, you know? Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, they've, they, they uh, allowed us the morality or the encourage us the morality through organized religion and education and medicine and um basically they they programmed our perspective um you know and that fits right in with mk ultra and and everything else um and you know if you really stop and take a look and watch the dominoes it all leads to where we are today and you know i find it difficult to talk about all the problems that we face because there are so many and everybody's plagued with their own individual assault. And it's up to each individual to figure out who they are and to make that stand and draw that line and claim that victory in the name of Yahuwah. But it's a hard thing to do. It's easy to talk about. And it really comes from having that that perspective. And that perspective has to You've got to achieve that. It's a it's a focus, uh, a readjustment. And I'm not saying it's condemning anybody. I'm just trying to share some reality, some learned things that I've I've learned from this meeting of wonderful people that we've uh, been so blessed to have in our midst in the republic. Uh, their accomplishments are numerous, and uh, you know. Through many minds come wisdom and um, knowledge. And so I'm just trying to be encouraging. This is our year, 2023, folks. This is that year where what we're talking about today is going to become your reality. And you need to start going down that rabbit hole and figuring it out. And that's why we're all here. Do we have anybody uh, on the line there, Joe? Yeah. Um, well, uh, let's see here. Uh, I got, uh, let's see, who's 608? Who's 608? Roger, six, 765. I'm 608. Roger. Okay, how about who's 765? That's me. Uh, That's uh, Roger. All right, Roger, you want to make a few comments here? And then, uh, like I said, we'll open sure. up the floor, press 1. Anybody wants to talk or discuss things. I know I opened up a t- t- subject, too. I brought up the vaccination uh, thing there, this jab. Uh, how are we going to combat, combat this? Obviously, this football player nonsense here, They for some reason, this is a big spectacle. But uh, we'll, we'll go ahead, Roger. You go first. Well, you know, the, the interesting thing to me, uh, Governor and I had a little conversation a couple hours ago. You know what is interesting? In D.C. right now, America voted in November, and they were able to squeak the House over to the Republicans who said, well, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and they painted this beautiful picture of all the things they're going to do, and today we find out they can't even put 
their own Speaker of the House. Three votes, the exact same number came out three times, and McCarthy can't seem to get over the hump. Now, the uh, Democratic guy, I mean, you know, the guy that picked to uh, uh, impeach Trump way back before he even took the oath, well, he's getting all kind of votes. But McCarthy, the Republican who promised the nation that he was going to do all these great, wonderful things, you know, like side with the Democrats on about half the stuff in the last couple of years, turn over everything that you, the American people, have to the Democrats, that McCarthy, the one who stabbed you in the back for the last two years, that McCarthy, he can't get enough votes. The Republican House can't pick their own leader. This is who you, America, voted for. You want to know the truth, America? It's time to get this republic stood up, get us in our rightful place so we can actually turn the power and the authority of this government over to you, the American people. But you have to want it. And if you don't want it, then by God, welcome to your world because you're going to get every single little thing coming down the road. It's time to wake up, America. This is 2023. We ain't playing around. The mark of the beast is there. You better get used to it. It's in the form of a COVID shot. They're forcing it on you. My wife got a letter just a week ago, and she got on Medicaid. But you know what? If you're not uh, vaccinated, you can lose Medicaid. It's step by step. You better read your Bible. You better read Revelation 13. You better understand what it says about having the mark of the beast. Because the reality is the matrix is staring you right in the face. That moment in time is before you. It's here. You have a choice to make, America, and it's real simple. You only have two choices, live or die, republic or death to America. That is your reality, and that is your choice. Stand us up. If the Republicans can't even pick their own leaders, by God, the republic already has their leadership ready to go. All you have to do is want us, call us, write us, email us, tell us that you're ready for us. But we need to get stood up. Governor, back to you. I yield. Uh, I got, um, let me see, uh, you said, Roger, that, uh, that anyone that's on state Medicaid, uh, that if they don't get the jab, that they will uh, lose it, you said? They, it, the letter said that you could lose your, your uh, Medicaid, yeah. Really? That's wow. the next thing coming. Wow. Um, I mean, I got a couple of people with their hands up here. I, uh, um, let me, I'd like let to me comment to Bell Roger first. What All Roger right. brought. Uh, Roger, so ever since we had this conversation, I've done a little research and uh, watched a little of the proceedings. And uh, 
I, I Googled to find out what our uh, Colorado representatives had voted, and I know these people are secondhand, and I know the people in between uh, our relationship, and, and uh, she's aware of our republic and is supportive of our group and can't make a um, – has to watch her step. She's under attack like we all are, um, and she's doing what she can do within the ranks. I do have faith in that. Um, I find it interesting that both of our Republican representatives from Colorado have voted against McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty well solidified for me when I saw a news clip of him walking to a, a reporter's microphone wearing his nice suit with uh, red tennis shoes. Yeah. And it all began to make sense that these bunch of holdouts, the ones that don't seem to fit what we've elected them to do are finally doing what we've elected them to do. And because of our ignorance and our perspective, we were finding fault with them uh, because they're not uh, getting another Republican rhino elected to run our government. And with that information, I have a clear perspective on where my position is on this conversation. (laughs) <laughs> well, you, you know, if if you elect McCarthy, you're you're electing status quo. It's going to be the same O, same O, all the way through yep. to the next 2024. And then, by God, I, I'm going to run for president because I've run the Senate and the House, and you know, I've done all these great, wonderful things. It's status quo. It's the yep. same thing. Over and over, being you get a different result, and we all know what that is. That's called insanity. Well, <laughs> folks, chaos is ruling and running D.C. Today is a prime example of it. Last night, we saw on Monday Night Football how a massive group of people can come together very quickly. Very quickly. But today you saw the exact opposite. Which do you want? That's your choice. Governor? Are you well, I, I do believe that it's all part of part of the uh, soap opera that the American people's being led through uh, so that their, their uh, perspective can be changed a little bit and, and they can be more fully aware of, of who they are, and uh, so they have a choice then of whose jurisdiction they want to want to be be under: free men or slaves. Uh, you look back in history uh, to the Civil War, there was a lot of slaves that didn't want their their freedom. I mean, they, they said, you know, we'll we'll come back to work for you, Mister Landowner, if you'll provide for me and my family, and and you know, we'll work for you. We we, we know our jobs and and. You know, we just want to, you know, blend in and, and, you know, try to get used to this new responsibility that we have as as uh, free Americans, quote unquote, according to what we're taught. And uh, they needed a time to adjust that perspective. And this is the days we're in today. Uh, our perspective is getting adjusted a little by a little. And uh, kind of like well, when you launch a missile. It doesn't go up and it goes 90 degrees. Usually it has an arc to it. Uh, curve. Just let me say this real quick. What Hayden said, 20 years ago, 
the movie The Matrix first came out. Now, they've had a couple of movies in that franchise, but that whole scenario was about the reality of the world that the Illuminati lives in. And for those of you who think the Illuminati is a a uh, uh, a game or something, no, it's real. All you got to do is go down to, to Chase Manhattan Bake, walk in, talk to the people in charge, and you're talking to the Illuminati because they're your bankers. That's who the Illuminati is. They're your rich families. They run and rule over everything, or so they think. But the Matrix was a signal from the Illuminati to their followers of what is coming down the road. The Illuminati does it constantly. Every time a this this new movie about with with Tom Cruise and Maverick, it's got signals in it. You better better be aware. One week maybe we'll talk about that because they're as clear as day if you know what to look for. But the signals are there because he is he's a big player in that world. Even though they they have their little spats, Tom Cruise, he belongs to an organization called the church that plays right into the hands of the Illuminati. So all his movies have a message underlining of what you think it's really being said. So, you know, one week we'll, we'll, we'll discuss signals and the handshakes and the hand signs of the Illuminati because they're real and they're talking to each other right now. They're, they're telling each other what one is going to do to the other and how they're going to accomplish their, their end game. And that's to bring forth the Antichrist, to bring forth the false prophet, and hopefully kill every Christian on planet Earth. That's their goal. And they've got a good start. And you know what? The Bible tells us that that's going to happen. And we're there. Now, the question remains, what are you going to do about it? What is your choice? Governor, I yield back. All right. I got some people with their hands up here. So let's uh, unmute the first one. 305, go ahead. Yeah, is that uh, me, Mike? That's you, Mike. Yep. You've been waiting the longest. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year 23. Um, Yeah. So I heard, uh, you know, you mentioned earlier, obviously, all this talk about how they're making the big deal of the NFL player, um, you know, with the Buffalo Bills. But what's even more significant to me (laughs) is I, I saw some videos today uh, you know, you know, and and just to reiterate that when we say we see videos, yeah, yeah, there's documentaries out there, um, you know, there's you know made videos, but a lot of times now we say a video, we're talking about you, me, Tom, Dick, or Harry that's just out there with their cell phone, right, uh, taking videos, um, and we have a lot of that, you know, to give us insights. And what impressed me the most was some people with their cell phone filming um, at the gates of the game. Um, and it was actually even a little newscast, a local, I guess, that you could only, I don't know if any, if you all know this already or not, but you could not enter into the Bills game and you could not enter into the stadium 
unless you had proof of vaccination. I don't know if you knew that or not, but really? I mean, we all know that that's coming. Yeah, we all know that, that that's coming and that's where they're, where they're headed with it all. But, yeah, in fact, you could not – you were not permitted into the game without proof of vaccination. And there were people with their, you know, their cameras going, showing – you know, people, you know, all proud. I got my vaccine yeah. holding up their little certificate yep. and holding up their cell phone and showing how, you know, you could, you either had to be vaxxed. Uh, no, you couldn't enter the game without um, being vaxxed, uh, having proof of vaccination. And anybody 12 years of age or younger could, but they had to wear a face diaper uh, uh, three years wow. into their COVID hoax. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, they're, obviously, their big picture, you know, for them is the whole vaccine passport issue. And, again, I brought this up, you know, in the last show that I spoke on a couple weeks ago, um, how they're dripping, you know, and I think uh, the judge and, and maybe uh, it was James, Governor James Carpenter there, that mentioned the drip by drip. I mean, that's what they do. It's a, it's a gradual drip by drip process. I mentioned how I saw the video of the guy that went into a Walmart up in – Delaware, you know, saying he's been going there his whole life, and all of a sudden now there's a sign on the door, uh, you can't, you know, oh, no cash, you know, uh, cards only. Um, and that's that was in Delaware. And, again, they'll do it. They'll do their little test spots, and they'll make the test spots eventually be the real McCoy. Like even here in Florida, for the first time, um, I just saw it was bad enough a few years ago when they implemented their, uh, you know, self-checkout, right, you know, get rid of the, the, the employees and just, you know, go through and scan your stuff. And, you know, the, the self-checkout stuff, you know, was, you know, kind of a red flag to people. Obviously, they're getting rid of jobs and, and employment with technology. And I just noticed for the first time that now here, even in Miami at Publix, which is the great store, and I'm going to write to their management um, and, and make a big to-do of how they're obviously going the way of the New World Order, One World Government, Cashless Society Agenda because on their self-checkout, you know, last year, you know, a month or two ago, I could go through self-checkout and I could pay with a card or cash. But now all the self-checkouts say no cash, card only. Um, so it, it's a drip-by-drip drip process. That's what they're doing. And, and the thing is, you know, they're just gradually piecemealing the thing together, you know. And, and there, sure, there's people like me. There's others like me and like everybody that's on this line that will stand for their own dignity and rights. But look at this, 70,000 people, they said, were at the game. That's 70,000 more that took the, the, uh, the jab that, you know, are pretty much going to be seeing an early grave, most if not all of them. Um, again, you know, everybody's at a different level of understanding with regards to the jab, but clearly the jab itself is incremental. It's not every single jab is a kill shot. Um, they've got some that are saline solution. They've got some that are kill shot that are going to create the clots. They've got others that are specifically formulated to, you know, uh, di- you know, uh, make people sterile. Um, they've got others that probably have different types of technology for tracking and, and monitoring. They've probably got four or five different uh, compounds and vaccines, and they're tracking and monitoring them all because they have different agendas. They're using the vaccines for various purposes. And now that they're, you know, implementing nanotechnology into vaccines it's just on the one hand sad that people don't know it they're just blind sheep um but when you do know it you know it's it's also 
you know, the only refuge you have is to kind of say, well, stupid is as stupid does. I mean, if people are going to be that uninformed or willfully ignorant or stupid or whatever word you want to use to describe the people that, uh, and I absolutely take the position, I, I have no problem saying it, that anybody who truly, genuinely trusts and believes in the Creator Lord God Almighty is not going to wear a face diaper, rebreathing their own carbon dioxide and mouth-filled bacterial waste all day, and they're not going to let somebody stick a needle in their arm and inject them with who knows what, you know, with an insert that says intentionally blank on it, right? I mean, it's incredible. It's mind-blowing to me that there are people that do that. But that's the majority, you know, the majority. That they're, they're, they're willfully ignorant, but, but stupid, people foolish. Say, people say, I've got a friend, Mike. I've got a friend that says he, he got sick for the COVID. He was sick. He got sick. He said, well, what's out there then? What are people getting sick from? You know, where well, are they getting we, sick we from? Address all that. Well, we address all that at thebigvirushoax.com. I mean, first of all, they've got people completely brainwashed with the whole virus concept. It's a factual statement to say that no virus, and when I say no virus, I mean no virus, not one virus has ever been purified, isolated, and set aside as a specimen. Never. That's a factual statement. And people will come up with this Internet propaganda be it's oh look covid 19 isolated no because if you break down the papers and you look at what they've done no they go through this process of starving cells and adding chemicals and doing this whole process and then getting a, a, a micro scan image of some particle and saying oh look there it is however there welcome are studies to the waking up process my friends welcome to the What's waking that? up process it's welcome to the waking up process from my perspective it all lines up. It's really simple because it doesn't matter if I want to go cashless and I own the world and I own a corporation that might not see as much profit because we went to the cashless society. So be it. Eventually, those people will starve out and they'll want my groceries. And meanwhile, I own, I'll take it as a loss to further the agenda of all the other entities that I own. So all that this, I can't afford all this humanity and all this confusion anymore, so I'm going to put an end to it, and we're going to create this vax. We're going to force this down those people's throats. They'll accept it because they've got to die in natural causes to retain their value of their birth certificate bonds. If they send them to war, we don't get their death certificate bonds. And so it needs to be natural causes and will eliminate 95% of the world's population and will control what's left and we'll be the ones in control. And this is the reality. And we'll take a loss here and we'll take a loss there because in the end, we're going to recoup it multiple times over. And this is our reality. And so... This is the bullshit that they're putting this through. And I'm not saying that it's right. It's just you got to understand what's the source. And the source is, is your perspective. If all these people were who they are, that say they're free men, that say they have rights, that say they're for the Constitution, if they'd all get their shit together and get it in one bag and stand together regardless of their differences, it wouldn't be long, but we'd have our own authority in numbers, but people would rather talk about it. I yield. Well, let me one question, Mike. Yeah, Mike, I'll give you the floor. Hang on one second, but I just want to address this point. 
it's, I, I'm a little bit ignorant in the fact, like, for instance, I just uh, I, I went to go see my doctor actually about 10 days ago. <clears throat> he said, hey, you're supposed to be wearing a mask. I said, why? He goes, well, people are sick, you know, people are sick. He goes, you know, he's got me sitting six feet from him, every, you know, making sure, you know, that, you know, and he, I said, sick? I said, wearing a mask don't do anything. What's a mask, did mask do? Yeah, well, you know, it, it can't hurt. It can't hurt. You know, and, you know, and I, I'm like, well, how do you combat stupid, Mike? You know, like Jim is saying, you know, look, we, uh, those of us that are awake, we, you know, how do we combat the stupid out there? Well, we, those of us that are awake, we're wasting so much time talking with each other instead of getting things done. Well, you know, go ahead. Yeah, well, on, top, go ahead. On, top, on top of the stupid, there's the deception, which only, you know, compounds it. Um, you know, like when, when, when Jim just said, um, you know, that they, they, they need something natural. You know, I would, I would clarify that further by saying, no, the appearance of something natural. Because in point of fact, not only is there no virus, but it's an app. It's been proven that every single disease or illness that is said to be caused by a virus has been or was created in a laboratory. And if it was created in a laboratory, and in fact there's proof that that's the case, Dr. Leonard Horowitz and his book absolutely blew the lid off of that. Dr. David Martin together with him i mean that's uh, just the best proof you can have comes from those two fellows alone let alone you know all the other doctors out there that are highly qualified like dr kaufman and cowan and and you know uh samantha and, and mark there's it's a growing list now of professionals and experts and doctors that are on the right side of the equation but they've got a whole bunch of others that are just you know they don't know any better that they spent 50 years of training thinking and believing in something that, that doesn't exist. But the best, to me, one of the best ways to explain away the virus issue is to, to point out that the, the number one reason people believe in viruses more than anything, aside from Lysol cans that say kills viruses and, and crap, is what they say is the flu, right? The flu, the flu virus. Oh, the flu is a virus. In point of fact, the flu is nothing more than a natural process of the body purging itself of the ultimate eventual buildup of toxins, period. That's all the flu is. In fact, it is exacerbated by drugs. It's exacerbated by alcohol because alcohol kills white blood cells, and white blood cells are our defense mechanism. When I quit drinking alcohol years ago, this is a God's honest, truthful statement. I used to drink socially like people. Um, you know, a few glasses of wine here, a couple margaritas there, out to dinner. And I got the flu twice a year, every year, spring and, and fall, every year, all through my life, teens, 20s, 30s. And when I started putting the pieces of the puzzle together, and I, I couldn't stand getting sick. I mean, dry heaves, vomiting, diarrhea, fever for five days. I couldn't stand it. So when I heard how alcohol kills white blood cells, I said, you know what? I'm never going to put alcohol in my body, not for religious reasons, not for Joe health reasons, but me, I want to keep my immune system up. And I'm telling you the God's honest truth that when I quit drinking alcohol, I never had the flu again, ever, not once that I have it after I quit drinking alcohol. And I used to have the flu every year, twice a year. Is all the, is all the flu is is a detox and everybody's affected differently because we all have different tolerances. We all have different chemistry. We all have different loads of different types of toxins and we all have different abilities to deal with our sickness. Some people get sick, they go to work. Somebody else gets sick and they're But all of us are going to end up in the new world order. All of us are going to end up in the same new world order. So how can those of us like yourself and me and Jim and everybody can stop the madness out there and come together and stop the individuality stuff and start putting together a team effort where we can restore or re-inhabit the seats of our government, our lawful government, and, and take back our republic lawfully. 
Well, the you know, number, that's the, the million dollar question. Thing is, yeah, well, here's the million dollar answer, the billion dollar answer. The number and one I thing you guys, I see the other guys with their hands up. I'll connect you in a second. Go ahead. Press one. People yeah, the number one thing, the obviously, is, is each individual's genuine personal relationship with the Creator Lord God Almighty, number one. That's number one. So nobody can speak for me. I can't speak for nobody else on that. But that is number one, right? We, we know there was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So we know that if we're right with the Creator, the Creator can protect us if he so chooses. But whatever comes of it, I'm willing to accept because my life is in the Creator's hands. So number one, it's individual with our maker, number one. A genuine, legitimate, sincere, honest commitment. Not religious, not the, what the preacher says, but you, your heart, your soul with your maker, genuine. Right? That's number one. And then... The, the, you know, uh, while I while I am all for the republic, as you know, I have the republic, you know, links to it on on the homepage of our website at righteousarmy.org. In fact, James uh, two weeks ago sent me uh, 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 Sandy Miarecki's video that I hadn't yet watched, and thank you, James, because I watched it, and wow, she did such a great job that I instantly that day uploaded it to all my outlets. I. I, I, I sent it out to my email list of 2,000 people. I put it all over Gab, all over Facebook, Twitter, social media, everywhere I could, and, and I put that also video on our homepage. So I'm all for the republic in terms of there being a government that will replace, you know, a de jure constitutional government that will replace this de facto corporate fraudulent system, no, no doubt. But you also know that I'm all about grassroots bottom up. And, and the, one of the first things I did with the BigVirusHoax.com, come on, people, where are we all at? I called it the Patriot Action Warriors or the Patriot Action Plan. Where are people in a local community that are going to support one another? We, we need to have hubs and groups of people supporting one another by the tens and the twenties and the hundreds in their local communities just, just, to, just to support one another in our local community. And that's not even talking about, as we know, you know, the position Eric Dinges who's brilliant, takes with regards to his efforts, you know, going around endeavoring to get counties to unincorporate and take back their own de jure government on a local level. So even, even short of what he's doing, I'm saying that, come on, American people need to start co collecting emails and phone numbers and addresses of people that you can count as new friends and acquaintances in your area so that when they pull some shit, you've got 300 at least that can gather together in opposition to whatever the bullshit is. And then ultimately, obviously, the more people that are doing that, the more chances you're going to have of having the 30,000 that you need in every state to vote in all the people for that constitutional de jure republic government. So it, 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 to me, it's not, not that I'm opposed to top down or that I'm more pro bottom up. It, to me, it's a sandwich. I don't like the bottom down or top down or bottom up. It, it's... It's really a sandwich. Yes, we need the right kind of government if there's one up there, but, but we need that grassroots effort of just local communities supporting one another. And, you know, to, to the extent that there can be success with what Eric Dinges is doing, you hey, know, Mike, getting Take counties. a break for a minute. Take a break for a yeah, minute. Yeah, okay? let me go ahead and this guy through. Time. So let me reply to something, Mike. Okay, all right. And then I got a couple other callers, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. It's a matter of perspective, my friend. See, I'm holding your right to be you. So give me some respect. What you said is a little disrespectful about grassroots and top down. Because I'll challenge it to the core of what you're talking about. Because you're going to go back to common law, the right of communities to be themselves. 
which is what I'm standing for your right to do. So don't give me anything but respect in my Please position. Please elaborate. I, I, I to failed hold, to see a lack of respect. hold the people's right to be that, okay? It's I, not I the word. See... It's how it's delivered and the thought behind it and the implications that you made I find offensive. I don't want you to perceived. know that. That's my right. That's my freedom right. of speech. Just as you right. had how yours, you and that's my reply. Now, I think we've right. had how enough, you... Mike. Uh, hang on a second, hang on a second, Jim. Right? Hang on one second, Jim. I don't. I think what what that uh, don't. I wouldn't take it as that. I think that's what we're doing. Is we're falling into that trap that you warned us, Jim. You just said it that we have to stop being offended with each other and what we say, and we have to work together. You know, we have to start working together. Yeah, like we have. I mean, to, we have to bite sometimes. We got. You know. I'm 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 yeah. beside myself. I, what did I say that could have possibly offended Jim? I, he he should elaborate on that and make the point clear for anybody. Well, okay. Said, uh, all right. Go ahead, you, Jim. You referenced that the republic was top down, and if the republic is top down, you're darn straight. You got it right because we worship the God that gives us that right of freedom, the same God that you worship. So it is a top down, and we represent to the world that authority for you to be who you are. And so you didn't quite say it in a respectful position that says people like Governor Carpenter and Mr. Henning and his wife, Jean, who wrote books and documentaries are trying to educate people as to these facts. You put it in a little skewed situation. You said, I'm all for grassroots stuff, but I'm not so sure about top down. Well, what was that implication? No, I, okay, yeah, well, yeah, I could, I, could I could clarify that. Yeah, I could clarify that. There's certainly a concern for many about top-down authority because it, it lends itself to that authoritarian. In fact, your own words were essentially, to paraphrase, almost not even paraphrasing what you said, you know, we give you your right down there, little guy. We're giving you your right to be you. Uh, no, I have my right to be me at the bottom here with God one-on-one. Um, so, you know, we, we, and you're right. We represent a concerted effort of voices to be organized when the world step to, to the world, because the consequences are if we don't do this, then every treaty and everything comes into effect and the new world order comes into play and the U.N. steps in because we don't have a government. We're a government. We're a country without a government. They've collapsed our economic system. They've collapsed our food system. They've collapsed our egg system here in Colorado just recently. First of the year, eggs doubled. If you don't give a hen free range, so many square feet per hen, then you can't sell eggs. Not to your neighbor, not to anybody out here. And if, well, you just brought up pro- a profound You brought up a so, profound I mean, it's point It's all there. organized. So how right. much are we going to take before we put aside our differences and say we're going to come together as and be who we say we are, a republic, an organized representative government, and we are building this foundation by foundation, community by community, and blood by blood and heart and soul by each individual that finally recognizes that he has a voice. And this is the way we can make our voices stronger is together. Right. I'm trying which, to encourage which, people to have that right, to take that right, responsibility. Which, yeah. Okay, 
All right, uh, time out, time out. Let's Be bring in uh, uh, I got a couple other people here who want to join the conversation with Mike and Jim. So let's go. I got five one eight, and I got a private call. Let me do the private caller first. Been waiting longest. Go ahead. Go ahead, private caller. Okay, you don't want to say nothing. Okay, had his hand up there. Okay, five one eight. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm calling uh, from uh, New York. And okay. uh, what I'm what I'm wanting to know is who are, who is in New York that I could get a hold of, that we could work together off, on the ground. Um, I don't know who to contact. I'm looking for somebody here in New York, New York State. Okay, my friend. Uh, if you'll go to our website, uh, Republic for the United States of America dot org, and you can uh, sign up for emails, and you can. Um, Include your request at that time, I believe. If not, there's a contact the admin and offer your uh, offer your uh, offer or contact, and that'll be passed down through respective channels, and you'll be contacted. Uh, we do this out of privacy and protection of those people that step right. forward and, and choose to do so. Uh, but maybe they're not as comfortable in having the world know who they are as the people right. on this podcast are. So. Jim, I got a question for the gentleman here uh, before we do all that. Uh, well, you said contact. You want somebody to contact in New York to do what exactly? Do you are you trying to do? What is it you're trying to reach out and do or, and, and work well, together? I'd, on, I'd, like, to, I'd like to. I'd like to find people who are of uh, of like mind. Um, I, I hear you know on the call and and uh, but I mean, who's my neighbor? You know, who are we yeah. that are all thinking this way? If there are people here, I'd like to find out who they are. Okay. Yeah, and that's, respectfully, that's, that's correct. I agree 100%. And I'm sure that uh, we'll put you in, in, in touch with those people. Um, but the yeah, conversation yeah. has to start somewhere, and that's how you do it, is go on the website, uh, get emails, and uh, contact the admin, um, and offer up your uh, request, and you'll you'll be contacted. And your name, my friend, yeah. is? My Mike. Mike, good to meet you. Yeah, um, All right, Mike, uh, no, I've, what, I've, what is it? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead. I said uh, um, I've, I have. I do. I get the emails every week. Um, I've, I've listened in on the calls. This is the first time I've uh, chimed in. But um, I've, I've sent an email. I got, re- I, I got a reply from somebody. He said, Hey, get on the call and listen and ask the question. Hmm, okay. Yeah, so I'll, yeah. if I could uh, go ahead, uh, go ahead Mike. And just respond as well. Yeah, so hi, Mike. This is Mike in Miami, Florida with RighteousArmy.org. And, uh, you know, I'd encourage you as well, absolutely, again, at the RighteousArmy.org, there's links as well to uh, the Republic for the United States of America. But like you said, you've already contacted them and, and sent them an email. The big thing I've been trying to do over the last six to eight months is to get people in their local communities to start organizing with one another, and I have a complete strategy for how that should be done, and it's all outlined okay. on that website, RighteousArmy.org. And if right. you send an yeah. email, and that's or what we lack here. All my information. That's what. Hang on, guys. That's what we lack here, also, and that's what this platform was originally was set out to do. This this podcast is to reach out to the American people and say, hey. 
this is your republic. This is what we're here, and that's what we have to start doing. And, yeah, I'm glad you took that step to make that call. Now you're connecting with people live on the call. That's great. And, and other callers, you don't have to, do, you know, to call. Because some people are shy, Jim and Mike. They don't want to call in. You know, they want to do it behind the scenes. So if we are lacking that communication effort or that, or that communication capability with connecting through the email or networking on the computer, then shame on us. We have to fix that. You know, we have to start. Stop. We want to stop worrying about the vacation. Stop worrying about anything else. We've got. To, we're, we're getting old here, and uh, we we need to start doing what we say we're going to do. And that goes for me. That goes for everybody. I'm calling out everybody out there in the Patriot community. We, this, you got a gentleman here who wants to connect with like-minded people, and he's calling into my show, and he's like, you know. Okay, it's last resort. Let me call in now and make my voice heard. And he wants to connect because he wants to probably do get things together, you know, grassroots stuff. So, again, yeah, that's, you know, that shame on us. And uh, I apologize for that, Mike, if that did happen to you. But uh, go ahead, yeah, Mike. Yeah, I, I would say, Mike, 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 sound, Mike you, to me, you sound like a leader or certainly a potential leader. And that's what you, you should endeavor to be is a leader. Um, you should be the man who is rounding up and, and gathering like minded men and women in your local community for the, for your own benefit and for the benefit of those in your community. Um, again, I've outlined an entire strategy on how to do that, um, which is at therighteousarmy.org. So all my contact information is there too. I, I'd be happy to talk to you anytime as well. My number is right there on the top of the website. Okay. I'll be going there very soon. Well, thank and, you. Uh, let me give you a couple yeah. more options. Let me give you a couple more options, Mike. Uh, you can go to, uh, a very basic website here for a Colorado Free State dot org, and uh, send an email to Colorado Free State for contact information with your, uh, you would include your phone number. I'll come to my desk as governor here at Colorado Free State, and I'll also commit that the push comes to shove. I understand logistics in the middle of the winter, everything going on, the battles we face, but even if we can just do a, a phone conversation or a Zoom meeting or something. You know, I'll be happy to set that up and attend, you know. So, uh, where there's a will, there's a way. We're only defeated in all these defeats. Jim, I think what it is is there's so many people out there today that, that they don't know where to go. They don't know how to become this citizen. They don't know how to, you know, and I think that the frustration, you know, we've heard that on a couple calls ago where people say, okay, yeah, the Republic, the website, it's, it's there. It offers all the information there. And, and, you know, for people to study that, it takes some time. It's taking years for us to, to, to get it up there and to get it all together. And we don't have – I had a conversation with a gentleman earlier today to say, you know, we don't have time, Joe, anymore. We've got to start moving forward here and, and, and stopping the, what they're implementing, you know, and, uh, and break away from their jurisdiction because uh, they're going to simulate us into their jurisdiction and, and these people out there because they don't know where to go, and that would be a shame, and we'd have to answer to God for that. And, uh, and, and we're asking for God's blessing in all this and to support us in what we're doing. But yet, you know, we're, we're, we're coming in contact with people that can't, find us that can't you know who want to want to you know all these videos are great like what sandy put out the awesome video but you know we get in touch with the republic mike also mike's doing his part but there's more of us out there that can be doing their part also you know these people need well, to make just, contact with us let's just put this in perspective for everybody listening so that they get a clear understanding of what we're up against no no punches pulled you know back in 2010 2012 we were hitting the exponential curve, and we got divided, and our president got incarcerated. 
and President James Timothy Turner trumped up charges, sent to Merriam, spent years in Merriam in, in horrible conditions, uh, but stood firm. And, and uh, I praise the Lord, he's on his way He's on his way out. Now, that ought to tell us something in parentheses, and I'll just let it go with that, um, uh, at least on, uh, you know, conditionals. So all in ankle breast and confinement and stuff, but at least he's out or on his way out. Praise the Lord for that. Um, that tells us something. Uh, Roger, Roger, you want to say something out until, there? I know Roger's still out there too. He's been quiet. Or Mr. Hartler, if you're out there, if you want to say something. Everybody else, pressing number one. Also, if they want to interact with the Republic and with Mike. Thanks uh, for the interruption, the Joe. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm just, I'm just we, have, we, we talked about this in the beginning, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, we will yeah. talk about what we talk so, privately. <laughs> sure. So anyway, let's go oh. on down this rabbit hole. So the Republic got divided, and it's been divided several times. But there's been a few people that have survived that haven't sucked in and gone down alternate routes unknowingly and with good intentions and got sucked into the big vacuum cleaner and got the flypaper attached. And we're them. The people that have managed to sustain this battle for 10 or 12 years. In that time, there's been COVID, there's been age, and there's been a lot of attrition in our ranks. And communication has been one of the biggest because now we're left as survivors on a downhill exponential curve, but we're still here, we're still alive, and we need qualified people to stand up and be who they say they are, to bring their resources to the table, so that we can have communication channels that can expedite this knowledge that we're out here offering the American people. But I think that with the quantum system and everything in place, the White Hats know what's going on. And they're in control of our ignorance. And we're we're headed there. We're so close. Thank you, Joe. I'll yield. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think a lot of people are frustrated. You know, I've, I, know, I know many, many times people have called in over the over the years and over the months that where they say, you know, look, I think what, also they say, where is the republic? You know, where is the republic? Why, why aren't they more involved? Or, or, or what's going on? What's the, what's going on? And we tell them go to the website and everything too. But at the same time. Like this gentleman here from up in the New York area, uh, I know there's uh, some churches up there in the New York area, that, uh, friends that I know that that they have churches in Connecticut uh, and whatnot uh, that that are that you know that that are, are, are I don't know if you you know if you're looking for a a, a, a place like that where where we have like-minded people that are believe in the republic and believe in God and we because we lack that in this right now we see the immorality of the of our leaders out there and what they're doing to destroying this country with their policies and their and their corrupt laws and and the banking system that that that's hijacked us our country over over the years and just everything that's been implemented and we have to reverse that and we're trying to do it lawfully and peacefully but we but we we can't do it if we're not working together and coming together and speaking you know walking the walk and talking the talk and doing what we're supposed to be doing um mike's down a Florida, you, uh, you were talking about the vax thing again, too, uh, and I wanted to bring that up. You said there's no such thing as viruses. That's very interesting. Uh, uh, I just got a couple questions, emails about that, actually, they were talking about. They said, did that guy say there's no such thing as virus, viruses? If you can, can you reiterate a little bit on that, what you meant by that, there's no such thing as viruses? Because what are you talking about? Because people yeah. have gotten sick from this, COVID, this virus. No, they didn't get sick from a virus. Um, let, let, me, let, me, let me make it – all right, I'll – 
Ooh, I'm going to try to do my best here as quick as I can. It's a lot of information fast, okay? Here it is in a nutshell, as quick as I can. About three years before, you know, let, let's, let's all, we all know that the COVID-19 global pandemic started in the media in December 2019. They started picking it up in January February of 2020. That's when it started getting hot. They started shutting things down in March. Well, about three years before that, I have a friend, lifelong friend, worked with him in the health food store, and one day I was talking to him on the phone, and I told him, yeah, man, ever since I quit drinking alcohol, I don't get the flu anymore. And he kind of laughed and said, what do you mean? He says, what's the flu? I said, you know, the flu bug. And he laughed and said, what do you mean the flu bug? I said, you know, a virus, a flu. And he says, Mike, there's no such things as viruses. I said, come on, Brian, that's ridiculous. No, no viruses. That's absurd. And he laughed, and then we just went on with our conversation, and that was it, you know, in passing. Now fast forward three years later. I'm hearing all day. I'm, my dad's in there watching Fox News all day. It was driving me crazy. And I'm listening to this virus, virus, global pandemic. Well, it turns out that if you were a Trump supporter, which I was a devout Trump supporter at the time, um, you know, he had the Russia collusion. They tried to impeach him. So most Trump supporters, if not all, pretty much, you know, felt that they were just, you know, creating this whole thing just to screw with the election. It was election year, you know, kind of create a problem for Trump, right, on, on re-election. Most Trump supporters felt that that's what they were doing was just screwing with people. And I did it first. But when I discovered in January on the news, I heard him say, uh, we now have a global pandemic. 3,000 people worldwide have died. A red light went off in my head. Because I know statistically, the statistics say that every year about 2 million people die of what is alleged to be the flu, the so-called flu, 2 million people a year die every single year, and there's never an issue. So when they were saying it's a global pandemic because 3,000 people died, a red light went off in my head, and I remembered my friend telling me there was no such things as viruses. So I went on the computer, and to make a long story short, over the next two weeks, I mean, I typed in everything you can imagine. What is a virus? How do we know there's a virus? Who discovered a virus? When were viruses discovered? How were viruses discovered? What are they made of? Can we see a virus? How can we see a virus? And I started finding all these contradictions. You can only see a virus under a scanning electron microscope. And then I typed in, when were viruses discovered? Oh, 1895. But yet you can only see them under a scanning electron microscope. Gee, I guess they developed the scanning electron microscope in the 1800s. And I typed that in. When was the scanning electron microscope discovered? 1931. So, you know, and here's the big, here's the big thing. You, me, everybody, just practically anybody and everybody who understands and believes viruses exist certainly have an idea or concept of them as being creatures of some sort, like bacteria. They're little, they're little creatures that kind of move around very small, but they're like some kind of a, a biological little thing. But the more I looked into it, every single resource that, that tries to say there are such things as viruses, all of them concurred that what they call a virus is a non-living particle that has no respiratory system, no, no digestive system, no reproductive system, no mouth, no eyes, no nose, no arms, no legs, no wings, nothing. It's just, an, it's just a dead particle. Yet in the same sentence, they'll say that that non-living particle will move over to a cell and latch onto it and inject its RNA into the cell. If that's not a Is that a parasite, though? Is that a parasite, Mike? No, it's not. Parasite, not no, it's viruses? not a parasite. Paras parasites exist. There is no such thing as a virus, period. That's, that's case closed. All the, I always tell people, anybody who reviews everything that's on the homepage 
the viruses page and the vaccines page at thebigvirushoax.com, and there's 50 pages and 200 blogs on that site. But if you just reviewed everything that's on the homepage, viruses page, and vaccines page on your own over the course of two months, you'll come out the other side knowing there's no such thing as a virus. Every single disease that's said to be caused by a virus has been proven to be created in a laboratory. If you're creating something in a laboratory, mankind cannot create life, period. Man doesn't create life. God creates life. Is all they can do is mess with chemicals, and they can mess with genealogy. So they can create bioweapons, and even bioweapons, people have the wrong idea. They think it's a biological entity that's a weapon. No, bioweapons simply means chemical concoctions that adversely affect the biology of a person. So chemicals affect biology. That's what a bioweapon is. So they create shit in laboratories. Excuse my French. I start getting a little passionate about this. But they create this crap, these bioweapons in laboratories. They've been doing it for decades. For decades they've been working on it. There's all kinds of information on that. Um, and I've got it all on the, on the website. It's all been published there. I started But, public, Mike, but Mike, we it. saw the football player. We saw this football player last night. You know, we saw right, the people come together, come together in awe and ooh, and they're crying in tears, the actors in the morning. This, 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 this football player who was a defensive nobody who just wasn't even supposed to start last night, okay, and he does Christmas toys for tots, and he can only raise $250, but all of a sudden now he's got millions raised. I mean, everyone's banding together, and, and how do we stop that in the Patriot well, community? Got, they're going to trick everybody. I just saw a video today with the tweet of his doctor indicating when he got his booster shot and giving him the thumbs up to play, he's fine. He got his not just his COVID shot, but he got the booster. And he got the okay from the physician. He's good to go. But we know that the vast majority of people that are dying from the COVID jabs are dying from blood clots because that's what, it, that's what the kill shot is doing. It's, it's creating clots. In fact, there's a, a documentary, I don't know if you saw it, uh, Died Suddenly. Right where it's showing these behind the, these people that work in funeral homes that that are doing the autopsies and seeing the bodies or pulling out clots three feet long that they've never seen in their entire career. They're saying only over the last two years that they've been seeing this. They've never seen it before. Well, gee, what's come along in the last two years? The COVID jab. The whole point is that a virus is nothing more than a fictitious concept that has been promoted. It makes billions of dollars for the pharmaceutical industry, the chemical companies, the education industry, the medical industry. It's their golden goose. So they don't want that golden goose to go away. So now they've put out doctors that are speaking against the jab, but they keep promoting the idea of viruses. And, again, in simple, everything that's on the website, it just validates everything I'm saying. But, again, I'm, right now I'm trying to regurgitate everything I put together over the course of three years in five or ten minutes. You know, anybody who really cares, they'll look at it all. Like I said, homepage, viruses page, vaccines page, they'll know. So, well, this is what a doctor the, the, the said about that. But hang on, this is what a doctor said about that, This where people are saying this is the vaccination people coming out. He says, I watched the play live both as a fan and a cardiologist, and I saw a blunt neck and chest trauma, a brief recovery after the tackle, and then a classic cardiac arrest. I have communicated to one of the most experienced trainers in the world, and we agree that it was a cardiac arrest in the setting of a big surge of adrenaline. Okay? So, um, it, of course you they're know, going to say it, that. They're going to have the- 
The industry even will have their own people come out to say that. Do you think they're going to come out and say, well, he got the jab, the COVID shot killed him? Of course they're not going to say that. There are already millions of people who have died from the COVID shot, and they're going to have their mainstream media saying, nobody's died of the COVID shot, but yet millions of people have. Of course they're going to speak against it. They're not going to admit it, and they're going to come out with cockamamie BS just because he got – you know how I many – I could probably play a million clips if I gathered them all of football players getting – Boom, just like he did in the chest, in the neck, and everywhere else. People that have gotten even worse hits. This is a 24-year-old healthy young athlete who just got his booster a, you know, a week prior. So, so, so all right, all right. So, okay, hang on, no, Mike. When, when we're talking about, you know, also, but also how we're going to reverse this. How are we as patri- in the Patriot community going to reverse this trend and take back our republic uh, and lawfully and peacefully when we have so much opposition against us? Can we? Because I got pastors on the uh, that uh, that are that, that I've spoken to on the phone that say we're not going to save America. We're not going to save this world. It's all going down. It's going down. And we're not going to stop prophecy. We're not going to stop God. You know, it's right, devolution, so, not evolution. Me, right. So if nothing else, if nothing else, um, Joseph, it, it, and we've discussed these issues before. Look, I can either sit around, twiddle my thumbs, and say, oh, man, Jesus is coming back, and this is the devil's world, and therefore I'm not going to do anything. What a great psyop to keep people from doing anything so they can keep pushing their evil agenda. Or I can say, you know what? I'm sure God's up there looking down at me saying, well, if the world's so bad, what are you doing to make it a better place? So it's all I can do is, is get my life right, which I've done, and I had to overcome a lot, and I am an overcomer. I praise our Heavenly Father for that. I'm an overcomer. Thank you, God Almighty. Other people have things to We all have overcoming to do, okay? And we all have to have our own personal, genuine relationship with the Creator, all right? And when we do, that's first and foremost, well, now we need to start coalescing with those same like-minded people, not only in terms of and getting educated, right? I mean, which is, again, why I put that website together. But God together says, no, it's not going to get better. God, but my, Mike, it's not going to get better, no, God My point of it, Joseph, is that to the extent that the Bible talks about the wheats and the tares, right, the, the, the good fruit, the bad fruit, right, there's a separation, there's a time of, of, of division because God's people are being gathered, all right? So even if it's to that end, that, th- that we're coalescing, we're gathering, we're, we're showing the universe that we trust in God, we don't trust in man, we don't trust in, 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 in false science. They promote pseudoscience as science. Let me just say this for a record, for the record. Science, true science, is observable, measurable, documentable processes and data can be duplicated by the third party. That's science. Pseudoscience is assumptions and theories and conjecture that they use mathematical complex equations to try to promote as being fact. That's pseudoscience. That's not science. And they're promoting pseudoscience as being science. True science, common sense concurs with true science. And a lot of people are lacking that. So it's but aren't we supposed really to be do. winning souls? Aren't we supposed to be winning souls, though? Isn't that, should, should not be our first priority, not, not, not yeah, saving I, I, the republic? I would say that's the religious psyop, because saving a soul, you can't save a soul. The only soul that can be saved is the soul that God Almighty saves. And the soul that God yeah, Almighty I'm losing you, Mike. I'm losing you on the soul. phone there. I'm losing you. I'm losing you. Breaking yeah. up on me. Can you hear me now? The, the yeah, only I can hear you. Soul, the only soul that can be saved 
is the soul that God saves, and the only soul that God saves is the soul that of their own accord turns unto God. They, they, they use this whole save souls concept to promote their churches and their 501c3s and their money makers. That's what they use that for. Anybody who's sincere in their own personal life with God Almighty, there ain't no other person on the planet that's going to have anything to do with saving them. To the extent that they need to learn, that they need to research, they need to get educated, they may find that they have to go to two or three or four or five or ten or 15 different preachers even to get a better thorough understanding of the word itself. Because, as you know, there's a lot of contradictions in that with regards to heaven and hell and the state of the dead and the Sabbath and many other issues. So a true soul seeker, a true, true, true truth seeker is going to do that. They're going to put forth that effort genuinely. And there's nothing that's, that's in, in between that. So only God saves souls. We don't save people. That's just a trick they use to get people to go out there thinking that they're doing something that they're not doing. Now, to the extent that we can get educated and share that knowledge with others, and people will seek well, that uh, knowledge. Well, let me ask you David have... Hurtler. David Hurtler, what's your opinion on that? If you Hurtler, what, what, what do you think about that? Uh, you're a man who uh, talks wisdom here. Well, hang on, hang on. I got this private caller here. He's got a hand up for a long time. Uh, private caller, are you there? No, that's a crank caller. He's a, that's, that's, I'm going to get rid of him. Okay, let me hang up on him. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Mr. Hurtler, are you there? Or Roger, you want to comment on this? Or Jim, what Mike's saying? Because this is very important. You know, we're, 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 our republic, our country is a, is, you know, we, 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 we believe in God, the foundation of God and the moral principles. There's no other, you know, our constitution is only for a moral and a religious people. It's inadequate for any other, the founders have told us. So, uh, Mr. Hurtler, you want to comment on this? Or Jim, or uh, I don't know. Well, hey, this is Roger. Go ahead. Oh, Roger, go ahead, Roger. You know, first of all, God is not going to ask you on Judgment Day what did you do to make the world a better place. He's going to ask you what did you do for my son. How did you promote my son? Uh, we're supposed to lead people to the to the Father. No, we don't save them, but. The Father is the only one that does save them, but we are to lead them. We're to show them. We're to plant the seed. That's all we can do. Now, once we do that, our job is completed. The Holy Spirit takes over after that, and he does the rest. In the book of Matthew, chapter 13, it talks about four different types of seed. Three don't make it. One does. So the next time you're sitting in Walmart, just waiting around, count the people as they walk by. One, two, three, four. Four makes it. One, two, three, four. Four makes it. That's one out of four. That's the biblical uh, number system. That's why he says, wide is the road that goes to destruction Narrow is the road that leads to heaven. Now, as far as this republic is concerned, we can do nothing except plant the seed of what the republic is because this republic is not man's creation. This is God's creation. It's God's government taken from the word, his very word, and put into play by our founding fathers. 
It's an alive entity, if you want to say that, because the Word of God is an alive entity. It lives. It is the Son. John 1, 1. John 1, 14. Now, the reason I say that is because people get the misconception that the republic is the answer for all. That was the problem back in 2010, 2011, 2012. The republic's going to pay my mortgage off. The republic's going to get me out of court. The republic's going to do all these great... No, that's not our job. That's your job as an individual. What we do as a republic is we guarantee the state that it has a republic form of government. The Constitution lays that out. The only job of the federal government is to ensure the fact that the state of Indiana, that the state of California, that the state of Colorado has and is protected on having a republic form of government. That means the people rule. The people always have the power in the republic. The federal government's job is not to make sure you got a job. It's not to make sure you get a check on welfare. And it's not to make sure that you can travel internationally or anywhere in the country. Their job is to make sure you are safe in your house, in your city, in your state. That's our job as the republic. Anything other than that falls on the state. It's your state's job, your state's opportunity. It's your state that governs you. You are not a citizen of the republic. You are a citizen of your state. That is the nuts and bolts of what the republic is. So we do not have a top-down government. We have a bottom-up government. The government as a whole, the national government, provides safety for the states. That's where the people reside. This has been the problem. The 14th Amendment of the corporation took that away and made you a federal citizen. We, the republic, are going to give you your citizenship back to your state where it belongs. That way you Govern yourself as people. That's where we are. Now, all I can tell you is all you have to do is look at C-SPAN or look at the news and see daily what's going on in D.C., and you can tell that they got things so well under wraps, they know what they're doing. All I see is chaos. All I see is the yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we got that, Roger. We know that. We know, yeah, 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 Roger. We got all that. But, but again, it, um, the whole point that I'm trying to make here is that we're, from what what is read in the Bible, God's word, and what's being preached out there by the churches out there is they're saying when I come up against these pastors, I, I say, look, they tell me, Joe, the republic. You're not going to save the republic. Your job is to go out there and win souls. Yeah, uh, you know, and, or to preach the gospel to uh, bring people to Christ. That's your job. And then, and then, if the people wake up, 
you know, the, the nation will wake up and then God will heal the nation. But right now, it's not looking like that. Prophecy is being fulfilled. The end is coming. You know, well, it's like a catch moment. What do I do here? Joe, let me finish. Pastors have a problem then, let don't they, Joe? Hang on, let Roger finish, Jim. Joe, let Roger. you got, you got to go to the book of Exodus, and you got to see where this happened before. It took place in Egypt, and there was a little town called Goshen. Goshen was the city of the slaves. That's where Moses and all his people lived. And every time a plague came upon Egypt, it ruined everything in Egypt except Goshen. And that's what hardened Pharaoh's heart over and over. And when the tenth plague came, Moses was given instruction to put the blood up on the doorstop so the, the death angel would go over. It only worked in Goshen because they listened to the word. Now, how will we do that today? The republic's job is to educate the people not on what the government is, but who God is. Who the Holy Spirit is Who the Son is We are to lead people To the kingdom of heaven That is the republic's job When we do that Then God will bring down His spirit And this republic Will get stood up But until we do that We're going to have calls like this And weeks upon weeks Of nothing ever getting done because nobody is doing it the way the Word of God says to do it. They want their little old sect to do it their way. You got the Jehovah's Witness and all these other ones out there, and all they know is to fight each other. I'm right, you're wrong. No, the Bible is right, everybody else is wrong. This is okay, where the okay, Republic all right, comes Okay, from. okay, we okay, I got you on that point. The Almighty. You're good. Can I come? All right. Uh, are you ready? Jim wanted to say something. Jim, go ahead. You want to say something? Yeah. I want to say something. Um, then the pastors have a problem, don't they? Because yes. I'm having a problem getting them over to the Republic. Yes. We asked, well, let me explain that to you. Um, when people see who they really are in Christ and why our country was uh, founded, so that free men and women could, uh, Bible-believing, moral people, could worship as they see fit and uh, be secure in their homes. Um, that's the foundation. That's what everybody, that's part of the deception. That's what everybody's belief system is, regardless of how we got there. But yet we find that We've abdicated our responsibilities for self-government to a corporation that's enslaved us, that has invested in our future in their in a monopoly game, and that we're on our way out because they found a way to uh, eliminate humanity by their rules that they wrote and keep all the money. Because rule number one always applies, and so we're in that process. And the Bible tells us that in the wheats and the tares. And in the curses and in the horses, that this is going to happen. And Roger can go into a deep dissertation on all of that. But we're at that time. Uh, and Mike referred to it as the harvest. And so, you know, 
there's a lot of terror out there in our field, friends. <laughs> and we're we're watching them get removed. And so the problem the pastors have is that we've raised up a bunch of people to believe in Christ and to read the Bible and to re- have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And now they're rebelling because they realize who they are. And we're governed by man's rules and man's laws. They're an authority over us and the denominations that we represent. And so there's a conflict here in the spiritual realm because the churches have birthed this and now they don't know what to do with it. And we are who we say we are in the republic. If you claim to have Christ as your Savior and the Lord as your ultimate taskmaster, and you're not who you say you are by demanding that right and standing up for it and joining together under that form of governance of the Constitution that our forefathers gave us, the right to exist. That's why our flag wasn't on the the notice of all these flags that go out there that are um, patriot people that mean well, that they represent a bad thing for society. Well, we own their flag, and they know it. And they didn't put our flag on that poster because that would have been a declaration of war. And with that, I'll yield. Thank you, Joe. All right. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just some perspective issues, you know, um, just, just to throw it out there. You know, back to, to the point Judge Waters made about, you know, Christianity is not about making the world a better place. You know, I, I would ask the question, um, you know, if, if everybody on earth was a Christian, would the world be a better place? Of course. So, I, you know, I, you know, it's a, just a perspective thing, but, you know, I think that, you know, terminology and the way we, we, we say something, people perceive things differently, that even happens, obviously, with biblical verses. You know, again, you know, to what extent are we trying to make the kingdom of God on earth, right? You know, uh, you know the Lord's Prayer, right? You know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, of course, there's the arguments that the earth is going to be destroyed. God's going to create a whole new earth. Fine. But to the extent that we want to at least stand on that side of the fence, that that's what our, you know, um, objectives and hopes are for, uh, I think is the right thing. And just by being that alone, it does help to make the world a better place or at least show that that's the kind of world we want to, we want to live in. Um, you know, I, just for the record, you know, because this, this is no offense to Jim or Judge Waters, uh, I'm just pointing out, because um, it, it just kind of shows the, the element of perspective. You know, earlier Jim adamantly said, we are top-down absolutely. And just a few minutes ago, James, uh, uh, the judge, adamantly said, we are not top-down, we are bottom-up. So, it, it, again, there's just perspective there. Um, there's never an offense, you know, meant. You know, just people can say things differently, having different perspectives. Um, I guess the only thing I really want to say my is, friend. Out of yeah, context, because I said uh, we all answer to the same creator. So in that essence, we are top down, if you'll finish my sentence. Thank you. No, that's fine, yeah. Like, like I said, you, you were adamant about saying we are top down. Um, you know, again, it, it's, it's context and perspective. You know, I could say we're bottom up because it starts with me and God, and now that I'm at the bottom, me and more people like me, 
we are one with God. We are genuine with our, our Father in heaven. So, therefore, from the bottom up, we're going to make the world a better place. So, yeah. Well, we have to come up with solutions, Mike. Solutions is the key. Right, right. People want to hear solutions, right, well, and they become impatient. Yeah, my last you know? point. Yeah, my last point, because it's a big one, because the, the, this issue has been brought up. And I see um, five, six, three, times. you're next. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead, called, Mike. Oh, I'm this sorry. has been brought up a few times in this conversation tonight with, with Governor Carpenter as well as Judge Waters, um, and, and it's brought up often. Um, and, again, uh, Sandy Mirarchy, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Sandy Mirarchy, pointed it out in her video, right, that we're a corporation. I would, that not we are, but that the, the de facto corporate government is corporate. It's a corporation. So one of the things people need to be aware of, uh, again, you know, all, these, all this talk about viruses and stuff, people can, you know, be uninformed, misinformed. They don't know, okay, it's all there on the bigvirushoax.com. Go check it out for yourself. Aside from that, um, knowing that we are standing in our dignity and our rights, our God-given, unalienable rights. I just want to throw this out. People need to be aware of these two things. 28 U.S.C. 3002, subsection 15A, which uh, Lieutenant Colonel Mariarchy pointed out in her video as well, clearly states that the, what we know as the government is a corporation. So what people need to be aware of is the Clearfield Doctrine. This is for all your listeners. Look up Clearfield Doctrine. Clearfield Doctrine makes it absolutely crystal clear that a corporation has no authority or jurisdiction over a man or woman, period. So with that, I guess I'm Under the law, under the law. Well, we'll talk about that maybe in your closing thought, but 563, but uh, but trust me, they do when they come with the guns and the tanks. So, <laughs> but hang on, go ahead. 563, go ahead. You're on. Yeah. Hello, everybody. How you doing? This is Representative Mark Finder, and a uh, lot of lively conversation here. And uh, welcome, to, welcome to New Year, by the way. And I just kind of wanted to say that um, the Republic is um, formed uh, out of God, law of nature, and, and uh, nature's God, out of the laws. It's a, it's a law, you know, and it's there to protect your rights, but it has to be stood up. And uh, that would solve most of the problems that we're dealing with right now in uh, government and finance and stuff is, is if the Republic was stood up and was fully functional. Because then you'd throw all the corporation stuff out of the way. Because we plan on rehab, re-inhabiting back to, say, um, 1864 or so, for sure, before 1871, and then going forward from that. So then that would make – and, and anyway, the, all the uh, laws that were enacted by the corporation are null and void anyway because they're, they're done in dishonor. So um, I'd like to just open up a prayer because I got a congressional call here in a little bit. I'd like to close close with a prayer here if I could. Okay, before yeah, go ahead. You can go ahead and do that, and then we'll get to some, some of the closing thoughts here at the end. Go ahead, uh, do your prayer. Go ahead, sir. Absolutely, sir. All right, Elohim, our heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus to give you praise and glory for so many victories in the spirit and the natural this past year. And we look forward to what we will transpire in this year of 2023. We look to you for guidance in all matters that are up and coming to restore liberty throughout this land we love, America. For we know through the teachings of your holy word that you can't have justice without truth, and you can't have liberty without justice, and you can't have self-governance without God and a moral compass, and you can't have a moral compass without careful study of the Holy Bible we were given to learn. So let us not fall short in the tasks that you give us, Father. Bring your glory and your presence in our lives, and in that presence, 
our protection and victory over unrighteousness shall be guaranteed. So stand by us, Father, when we are called to spiritual battle and to conquer our foes by the blood of the land and by our testimony. And by having the gospel armor on and after we do all that we can to stand. Today your prophets call us to call down our enemies' works. So in the name of Jesus, we call down the illegitimate governments known as corporations. We decree and declare that all their unrighteous legislation and executive orders are made null and void, and that lawful legislation is put in their place and brings the restoration of our rights, our liberty, our morality, and restored wealth from unconstitutional taxes of every kind, including usury and reparations for crimes against humanity with restoration sevenfold in accordance to the Bible. So we call down all the enemy's plans to lie, steal, kill, and destroy, and in their place restore true humanitarian aid and comfort to those countries that are in need. We pray all this according to your will, your word, and your plan, Father, in the name of Jesus, our Savior. So God save the Republic. Thank you, Father, and amen. And thanks, gentlemen. Okay, we'll do closing thoughts here. Everybody gets a shot here. Anybody who didn't call in even, press 1. Phone number 657-383-0616. Just try to be respectful to the next guy. You've got a few people here who want to give closing thoughts. Um, So uh, let's see. You move up the line here. That private caller, you're back on. I'm not going to get to you. I know that's not Sarge. So, all right, because I've seen you bounce up and down here. All right, so, Jim, why don't you uh, lead us off with closing thoughts tonight's podcast, please? And we'll go right down the line. And I see 318. You'll get on here, too. Go ahead, Jim. Thank you, Joe. Well, say hello to Dog, too. I guess you want to get some closing thoughts in there. (laughs) I'm headed out the door. As as we close up, it's it's not our responsibility to convince you that you need to be who you are or who you want to be. Um, You know, your reality is what exists in your head and in your future and in your targets. And um, so if enough of our realities all were the same, then everything would change. It's just the way the laws of nature, nature's God is. And so that aspect is for everybody to, to figure out for themselves. Those that want to have a standing and do something about it, like this, Gentlemen from New York, we applaud you. And I know there's many others. Lieutenant Colonel Mariaki we talk about. And uh, wonderful lady, dignified lady, officer retired. And uh, there's many of us, as we know, that are coming together to be recognized under the J Treaty of 18, of our first, first J Treaty, uh, International Treaty as a country. Guarantees us Republican perpetuity. But they're talking about the governance of the people. Okay? So if there had been 13 or 14 colonies out there and everybody said, no, this is this is uh, Connecticut. No, this is New York. No, this is Florida. Then they would have had to have made treaties with all these different countries. But as a big country, it included the whole continent. And so we have the responsibility of keeping that flame alive. And we're seeing it grow and grow as knowledge expands. So this is the meeting place where we begin, like what 
uh, Mike from uh, New York brought up. How do we come together? How do we figure out a communication system? How do we find people like mice where we can make a louder voice than one person? And that's our whole objective here tonight. I thank everybody for coming to the table. Happy New Year. And this is your reality. Are you who you say you are? And how do you get there? Good evening. Thank you, Joe. All right, 318, let me unmute you here. Uh, put your hand up here and uh, let you uh, have a go whack at it here. Go ahead, 318. Um, I'm audacious as a first-time caller to uh, even uh, put my hat in the ring to, to have an opinion here, but uh, I'm like that character in Pilgrim's Progress. I am but of a simple mind, but um, I, I, I want to uh, just, share with you some scriptures that came to mind as I was listening. In Jeremiah, it says, my people are undone for lack of knowledge. I think we see that every day. And there's somewhere in the Old Testament, I don't know where, but we are promised that in the end times, there would be knowledge without learning. You know, and all is vain unless the Spirit of God comes down. I think God is just going to have to divinely imbue people with knowledge there's absolutely no way people can get up to snuff in a timely fashion. But and the last scripture that I thought of is Christ promised that his kingdom is not of this world. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your input. I appreciate it. I hopefully you uh, join us more. We we come in. We come on here every single Tuesday. We've been doing it for many years. Six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this is the same call-in number. This is uh, understanding the times in which you uh, live today. Restoring our republic, and you're interacting with your only lawful de jure uh, uh, republic government that's uh, was that was created and set up by the founders. Uh, uh, of our land, and uh, we do uh, believe in God, and, and and believe that we can't do anything without God. So, uh, just so you know that and understand that, okay? Yes, I heard about it on Gab uh, through a, either Rubble or Odyssey video by the lady. Oh, okay, great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I uh, appreciate that. Glad, I'm glad to see that video is uh, getting around. Um, uh, anything else, ma'am? You wish to say? Uh, I, I'm good. I, I reposted that. I mean. I don't know Good. how many you guys are on Gab. I'm on Gab as the creature from the paint shop. If you use that. Oh, uh, okay. Let me write that down. I'll look you up. Uh, that's good. But that's good. We need to know who you are and interact with you in, on social media. You're right. So we need to use the information war to our benefit and uh, and uh, stop losing the information war and uh, uh, and and. Join the email list. So. So. Excuse me. I joined the email list. Oh, okay. So. Good. Great. Great, great. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, well, thank you so much. God bless you, and thank you. And uh, it's good meeting you and good hearing your voice, and hopefully we'll hear it more, and we can inter- interact on d- other platforms also and uh, and, and restore our uh, lawful republic, God willing, of course. And uh, that, that's what the goal here is to do, and lawfully and peacefully, of course. That's, that's yeah. the goal. Um, uh, Mike from Florida. Mike, uh, would you like to say something here? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Also, like to um, piggyback on what Jim was saying for Mike in New York. There, um, how do we come together? Um, obviously, um, 
you know, Jim, first thing he told you, you apparently already did, he, right? He contacted, you know, uh, he's been to the site. He's familiar with that. I've suggested, you know, um, what I suggested. But just for the record, there's a whole bunch of people out there that this is controversial. Not, not, it's somewhat controversial stuff that I've been trying to unravel as well over the last few months with people like David, uh, like David Strait and, you know, particularly John Rex, who is probably the most well-known of Mike, people. I'm losing you, Mike. You're on speakerphone. When you're walking away, we lose you. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Barely, barely. You're fading away. All right. Where am I now? Where am I now? <laughs> I'm taking a fine. Can you hear All me right. now? Uh, a little bit better. Yeah. A little bit better, Mike. Go ahead. Well, can, can, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, well, I can hear you right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, the Anavon rights movement, to the extent that their claim is that they have what are called assemblies, in all the states, but they've already done the assemblies in all the states. One of the things that's frustrating to me um, is the fact that, you know, there's the Republic over there, you know, and there's Anna Von Wrights over there, and there's David Strait and all his followers over there. They all need to come together. So it's, it's just craziness, um, you know, but, but to the extent that those assemblies uh, exist in every state, there, I'm sure there's an assembly in New York. That's another area of direction that Mike and New York can – can investigate to, to because again even the people that are in the assemblies many of them have issues and concerns about even you know uh, the way Anna von Wrights r- runs her organization and what she represents there's controversial statements out there about her being an agent of the Vatican and you know uh, she's an FBI agent and people call David Strait FBI agent there's people that love him people that hate him so there's always going to be the conflict. So You're going to get out on me, Mike. You're breaking away on me. Yeah, well, yeah, whenever I discuss these issues, I tend to lose my for some reason. But can you hear me? How about now? How about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Well, don't forget, we're live here, you know. It's going to be my, my, my president here, uh, Mr. Geiger, is going to have a fit. You know, he has to edit this stuff, so, you know. <laughs> go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so to the extent that they have assemblies and there are people that are putting forth, you know, from that perspective, it's just, you know, Eric Dinges has mentioned several times that he sees it all as good because there's just a bunch of different parts all doing their thing, but ultimately we're all moving in a direction where we're starting to come together. Well, Mike, you're throwing names out there, Mike. Hang on, I just got three emails right now, bam, simultaneously. You're throwing names out there. Many of these people out there that are listening right now don't know who these people are you're talking about. Okay, you gotta remember. I have people listening from Venezuela, South Africa, uh, you know, around the, around our republic, uh, you know, our country. You know, they, they don't know who these people are, and and they're in part of the patriot community. So, you know, can you try to be a little more yeah. clearer, please? Well, and righteousarmy.org. I mean, that's one of the things I've endeavored to do at my website. Is unlike the republic, which the republic is is what it is. It's about things they're doing as the republic. Um, my efforts are about getting a definition in a broad way again for people to understand these things. So I'll have Yeah, I'm losing you, Mike. I'm losing you again. I'm losing you. I'm losing you. I'm losing half yeah, my no, callers too. So you know, yeah, I, yeah, I can't do that on inter- radio. This ain't Zoom. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, no, 
I can't hear you. You got a bad connection. I don't know what you're doing. You know, you were perfectly clear for a while there. My phone's in the same place the whole time. It's still in the same place. Can you hear me now? I don't know. It's going in and out for some reason. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You're breaking up real bad. Uh, Mr. Hurtler, are you out there? Let me get him see if he can get his. Go ahead. You mess around. Go ahead. Uh, Mr. Hurtler, are you out there? Closing thoughts here? Yeah, Go ahead. Now I can hear you perfectly fine there, Mike. Uh, right, I'll stand here. I'm trying to walk around. To, can you hear me perfectly fine here? Yes. Well, see, that's the problem with this technology. They, they don't know what they're doing. These, there's nothing wrong. These cell phone towers they strategically place everywhere. They had this technology back in the 1950s, and they got us jumping around that's like true. a bunch of idiots, talking into talking that's into true. our thumbs. You know. <laughs> yeah. All part of their design, man. You can hear me now yeah. at this point. I hear you perfectly right there, perfectly. Yeah, so I was just pointing out the assemblies. You know, I, I do my best with all of my videos at RighteousArmy.org, not .com, .org, RighteousArmy.org, to provide links to all of these different groups and, and peoples so people can have a better insight into them. I've got David Strait videos on there. I've got links to the Republic of the United States of America. I've got all kinds of videos that we've done at Righteous Army, as you know, Joe, doing our militia meetings in one for six months. Um, so we're putting forth an effort ultimately – what I say is that we need leaders in communities to stand up start organizing. Yeah, I'm losing you again, Mike. I'm losing you again. Fading away. Fading away. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Mike, just uh, take, a, take a break for a minute. Take a, break. Take a deep breath, all right? Uh, uh, Mr. Hurtler, are you out there? Roger, Roger, are you out there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> all right, Roger. Go ahead. Give me some of your closing thoughts here, and then I can give mine, and then we'll give Mike one last shot. Go ahead. Well, I'd just like to say, you know, kind of backing up what, what Mike said earlier, uh, being a military man, traveling all over the world in different venues, both Marine and Navy, uh, I got many boosters, many shots, many vaccines, been sick half my military life. Get out of the military, that kind of cleared up, but I kept getting the flu shot. Kept getting sick with the flu until 20, uh, 20, uh, 2000. Last flu shot. The last time I got sick with the flu. How interesting that is. Anyway, uh, I, I have become a firm believer that uh, uh, this republic is the only thing that's going to save America. But listen to me, America. The point is, you have to want it. If you don't want it, what's coming down the road is you don't want. Believe me, you've got to choose the correct and the right way. And that's God's way, not man's. God's. I yield. Okay, Roger, you yielded. Um, anybody else? Press one now. Well, forever hold your peace. Um, all right. Well, I just want to say this. Everybody, look, we've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this forever. I mean, 1991 uh, was when I woke up when George Bush gave his New World Order speech. He had five of them that year. One of them was on September 11th. Believe that, September 11th, 1991, look it up. He gave his New World Order speech, one of them. Fifth objective, New World Order, about, you know, Iraq and everything. 
New World Order. And we will be successful. When we are successful, we will be. You know, they, they, it's, listen, this is all, like Mike always says, too. It's a New World Order agenda, and you're a big part of it, whether you like it or not. You are the part of it. And we have got to stand up and resist this tyranny, this evil. Whatever we can do, however we can do it. We can do it. There are many people throughout the years that have said, nah, you ain't going to win. Their founders stood against that, that, that same type of, nah, you guys are crazy. They're gonna, King George is going to hang you. You're all going to hang. You know, and they stood up against the greatest military machine that the world had known at that time and defeated it by the hand of God, their will, their courage, their sacrifice, and pledging them everything they had. Together, their lives, their fortunes, everything. Now, they didn't have much. They had farms. They had simple lives. They were riding horseback. They didn't have what we have today. Uh, pickup trucks, cars, flat screen TVs, PC computers, iPhones. Oh, man, the comforts of home, these mattresses we sleep on now today, uh, these roofs we have. You know, no, the rainwater's not leaking in on us like they did back then. You know, we, we, we have all this great stuff and to sacrifice and to give it up for what? The guy next door, what do I care about him? I don't even say hi to him, right? What do I care about this guy? If something happens to me, he's not going to do nothing for me, right? That's the attitude we have. That's what we look at today. Well, I'm a good Christian. I help out my brothers. I go to church. I do this. I donate. Listen, look how twisted our minds have become what we think is right and what we think is good. And I've worked hard enough, and I've been through this, and I don't have to answer questions. I'll hang up and run away. You know what? Because I've been around. (laughs) What a joke. Listen, the only people that really, I would really respect on that note would be the people that paid the ultimate sacrifice, and that was their life. They give up their life and their families for our freedom. You know, what do you say to those people? You can't deny them that. You know, they sacrificed everything for us to squander away our republic, to give it away. It makes me so angry and upset. I don't care where I'm at if I'm standing in line at the grocery store. You know, I see people just pumping out their Federal Reserve notes, not even knowing that that's not real money, and they honor it, and they'll kill me for it. They'll kill you for it, and for a dollar bill. They just love it. You know, it just, it, it, it just makes me so angry, so disgusted to be driving down the road, and people don't even know what a left turn is. You know, I mean, it's just it's driving me crazy. I've demonstrated on this podcast show. Maybe we'll do it next time around where I call businesses and ask them if they accepted Federal Reserve notes for payment. And they told me no. You know, they don't even know what a Federal Reserve note is. It's money in your pocket. And they don't even know. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, it's just it's frustrating, but I'm still out there doing this. I'm here all the time, no matter what I'm doing, this podcast. I'm out there in the Patriot community doing what I can do. I ran for public office here in North Carolina, and I'm going to run again. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to run again. I'm going to win this time. I need everyone out there to, who supports me to support me, really, to come out here, boots on the ground. We've got, we can do this. We can start this little fire right here in North Carolina. I don't care. We can start it in your state. I don't care. I'll support you. But we've got to round up candidates around the country, and we have to usurp the de facto corporation and get good people in there and take back our republic lawfully and peacefully, and that's the only way we can do it. We can't 
represent a government that's de facto, but we can go infiltrate the de facto government and restore a lawful de jure republic. We can do it without firing a shot. It can be done. As long as they don't hoodwink us into a war or a civil war or something silly like that. But I'll tell you what, they're good at playing those emotions, aren't they? Look at that football game last night. Boy, it just wanted to bring a tear to your eye. You know, those announcers this morning were going over that tragic football player I never knew. Never knew until this morning. Never knew who this guy was. But I would swear that he was the guy that saved planet Earth. You know, I mean, it's insane. Insane. But they know how to play the propaganda they know how to use the, the information war, don't they? How come we don't? And how come we don't do it? We can't even talk on a cell phone on a freaking radio podcast show without because we can't understand each other. Because we can't figure things out. But these people, these evil son of a guns, they can, they've got it all figured out. They know the technology. They know how to play the games. They know what time to play it. And they know what to say. So you remember it in your head every single day. We can do the same. We can do it if we work together. We can come together. We can do this. We can do this, trust me. It's been done before. We can overcome evil. Evil flourishes when good men do nothing. And we are good men and women out there. We can do this. Mike, now, you want to say something here? You clear on the phone here? You still there? Or did he get impatient run away? Mike Stinger, are you there? No. Okay. Well... Uh, anybody else pressing number one real quick? If not, I'm going to get ready to wrap it up here. I'll play some Ronald Reagan here at the end. Uh, again, next Tuesday, next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be here like we always are, taking your calls, interacting with the good people out there of our republic. Um, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, right now this is the only platform that gives you, the people, a voice. A voice that that can't that will not be denied, and that's freedom, yelling for freedom and liberty and justice for all, and restoring our republic. Everybody, God bless our republic. Set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement, and this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement, and it gives no choice between peace and war only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know, 
and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shotters around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay, there is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material competitions. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness.